and welcome to the latest Weikert Relocation Resources podcast. Today we're speaking with Ellie Sullivan, Director of Consulting Services for Weikert Relocation Resources, and the subject is list price guidelines. Clearly we're experiencing one of the most challenging housing markets of our lifetimes, and it's especially problematic for corporate relocation managers. Ellie, in this age of declining home prices and rising inventory levels, what's the single most important thing that companies who relocate employees should be doing to prevent their homes from becoming inventory? Well, Tim, I think one of the most important components is establishing list price guidelines. Um, It's very hard for transferees to accept that a competitive list price will actually result in higher sales price, but we have a lot of evidence that suggests that that's the case. Today, many transferees are underwater. They owe more on their homes um, than they might be worth in today's market, and as a result, they have a tendency to overprice their homes. The reality is, in this market, waiting is a losing game, and overpricing can actually backfire, resulting in extended marketing periods and lower sales prices. Furthermore, if they take a wait-and-see attitude and reduce their list price, it can send up red flags to the marketplace. Requiring list price guidelines encourages the employee to market the home realistically, Uh, and that will control costs and benefit both the employee and employer. Just recently, we completed a major research project, our third annual Mobility in the Current Real Estate Market Survey, with more than 210 companies responding. We asked these companies to tell us what changes they had made to their relocation programs to combat the slow market. And believe it or not, the second most popular change was Uh, that companies instituted or tightened the list price guidelines that they established for transferees. Well, what would be the norm in that case? What what do most companies stipulate when it comes to list price guidelines? Well, this research that we completed indicates that 66% of companies establish list price guidelines today, and that's up considerably over the last couple of years. Most companies, in fact, another 66% of them, require the employee to list within 105% of the broker's market analysis or the appraised value. Another 14% require the list price guidelines at 110% of the BMA or guaranteed offer. And 11% require the list price to be within 103% of the BMA or guaranteed buyout offer. Why is it so important to convince employees to price their homes realistically right out of the gate? Well, it's important to note that it's really the buyer's perspective that establishes the value. And in today's marketplace, they have a lot of competing listings to look at and tend to really do their homework up front. They can easily spot uh, a farcical priced home, one where the transferee is hoping um, to get their asking price or that is significantly overpriced. The benefits of pricing the home right initially are that it really stimulates buyer and agent interest in the property, it can generate more showings, and produces a sense of urgency across the marketplace. It can set the stage in some marketplaces for multiple offers on a property during that first critical 30-day marketing period. And in fact, today we're seeing homes that are priced competitively generating multiple offers on a home. It really gives the seller a lot more control over the price negotiations if he or she has priced it right up front. The bottom line is that they are 
likely to result in a higher selling price and a shorter marketing period if they price their home right initially. Okay. And what then would be some of the consequences uh, for those employees who overprice? Well, if they overprice their home, chances are they're selling the competing properties. Um, the realities of an overpriced home are initially uh, that buyers perceive that the seller is not really motivated to sell the home, um, and they'll take a wait-and-see attitude that further erodes that sense of urgency. Collectively, overpricing often contributes to a marked slowdown in, as buyers wait for the bottom of the market, and that can translate into lower consumer confidence. Overall, it's bad for the entire market, let alone for the employee and company. In addition, overpricing the home can result in longer marketing time, which from the company's perspective will result not only in higher temporary living expenses, but in some cases duplicate housing or carrying costs, which the company must bear the burden of. Well, are there any proof sources that you can point to as evidence of the effectiveness of these strategies? You know, uh, it, it is, again, very difficult to convince an employee to uh, price the home realistically up front, but one of the most compelling research findings that we're aware of was conducted by the Auto Valuation Group. Uh, Jeff Otto is a world-renowned valuation expert. He's appeared on CNN and Bloomberg and contributes to New York Times. And his company studied more than 15,000 home sales over a two-year period of time from 2006 to 2008, I believe, in three very broad price range categories. Across the board, he, his research suggests that there's a very close correlation between right pricing, as he calls it, and shorter home marketing timeframes and higher sales prices. His research also indicated that homes that are priced competitively retained 98% of their asking price and sold in fewer number of days, 37 days on average, versus 90% of the asking price over a 90-day marketing time. The auto valuation group also concluded that there was a 10 to 4 multiplier, meaning that for every $10,000 that a home was overpriced, the resulting sales price was $4,000 less. That's pretty compelling evidence. Mm -hmm. In addition, We've studied a lot of our inventory home sale activity uh, and we're able to document without question that the longer a home stays on the market, the more significant the loss on sale. The fact is today companies can't afford to chase the market uh, in this de declining price uh, environment and um, you know just have to take very aggressive action in order to prevent long marketing times and, and in order to get the highest asking price for the home. Okay. Well, could you then summarize what you feel are the critical next practices for those companies that want to avoid uh, employee homes going into inventory? Sure. Uh, I think one of the most important things is to set a mandatory list price guideline from day one of the marketing period. These guidelines could be tied to the home sale bonus eligibility and should stipulate that the employee must agree to list the home so as not to exceed 103 or 105% of the broker's market analysis or the appraised value. They should further stipulate that only authorized company approved brokers should be used in order to establish the, the uh, broker's market analysis and that only authorized and company approved 
appraisers should be used in appraisals assignments. This will ensure that the all of the marketing inputs that is collected for the transferee is as spot on as possible. Um, the data should be scrutinized by subject matter experts and evaluated to make sure that it's on target before counseling with the employee. I'd also recommend that companies offer buyer incentives today in order to help differentiate the property uh, in this very overcrowded and competitive marketplace. Um, we're also seeing a lot of companies that will accept offers down to 95% of the guaranteed price and I certainly would advocate that policy recommendation. Uh, and I would further recommend that uh, subsequent list price restrictions be put in place once a guaranteed buyout offer has been established and or at 30-day increments throughout the marketing period. I think all in all, those next practice recommendations will prevent homes from coming into inventory and result in much lower carrying costs. Uh, temporary living costs, duplicate housing costs, and consequently a much higher amended value rate. That's excellent information. Uh, are there any other resources that uh, you would encourage folks to check out if they're interested in uh, learning any more on this subject? Sure. Um, I'd encourage folks to review our research findings that I've mentioned here uh, in today's podcast under the Resource Library tab of our website, which can be found at WRI.com. And they might also want to look at recent blog postings at our blog, which is at WRI.com backslash blog. Um, there we posted some success stories and some additional information about these next practice recommendations. And lastly, I'd encourage folks to uh, get in touch with our consulting group. Uh, we have a, an extensive library of sample policy language and make that readily available to uh, uh, corporations that are interested in it. Excellent. Well, Ellie, thank you very much for that information, and uh, thanks to you for listening. And as Ellie had mentioned, you can check out information on upcoming podcasts and other programs at our website at WRRI.com. Thank you.